The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast, Japan 2019, with me, Liam Flint. Now, this is episode 32, and each week we bring you the latest news and the stories from the Rugby World Cup, where we have been in Japan. Now, as always, there is plenty to talk about. We'll be reviewing the weekend semi-final clashes as England dethrone the All Blacks and South Africa edge Wales in a scruffy thriller. Plus, we'll be hearing from a Springbok prodigy, Kerwin Bosch. We hear about his World Cup aspirations, having narrowly missed out this time around. Plus, we fire some listener questions his way. Look, the dream position would always be to play 10 for the Springboks. Um, but, you know, to play for the Springboks alone is a huge honour and a privilege. But first, let's start with the pulsating semi-final games. I'm sure everyone is just still recovering from the weekend's drama, where against the odds, England delivered perhaps their finest 80 minutes of rugby under Eddie Jones so far in his reign to blunt the All Blacks, who were, of course, searching for that third consecutive World Cup crown. It was an action-packed 19-7 victory, which did see England have two tries chalked off by the TMO, but Manu Tuolangi scored a try inside the first minute of the game to ignite the contest. A mistake at the line-out did gift Ardi Surveyor a try after 56 minutes. This gave the All Blacks renewed hope, but that moment remained the only time that England's defence was breached. And this result also means that England now top the rugby men's rankings for the first time in 15 years. Now, spare a thought for the All Blacks coach Steve Hansen, who had already said that this World Cup would be his last as coach. His final game now, of course, will be in the third place playoff. But what a reign he's had two World Cups later. He's a man who has done so much for New Zealand rugby. And as always, Hansen was humble in defeat, saying that the better side had won. And then on to Sunday, we saw the Springboks book their place in the final alongside England after edging what was a very scrappy match against Wales. There were countless knock-ons, fumbles, aimless kicks, very little phase play on show at all. But the trusty boot of Andre Pollard took South Africa to a very narrow 19-16 win over Wales. The first half was purely a story of trading penalties back and forth. But then a second half try from Damien Delende was quickly matched by Josh Adams to spark the contest into life on both sides. But Wales gave away one penalty too many in the dying minutes. And so they now have to face the All Blacks in that dreaded third and fourth place playoff. Really interestingly, after that match, Wales coach Warren Gatland voiced concerns that England may have peaked too early in their earlier game and not actually left anything for the final. And of course, there's this little rivalry going on between Eddie Jones and Warren Gatland that goes back a long time. And Eddie Jones's response, send my best wishes to Warren to make sure that he enjoys the third and fourth place playoff. So there you go. Their little rivalry looks to be continuing. So now we know South Africa and England will make up the Rugby World Cup 2019 final next weekend in Yokohama with box coach Razzy Erasmus already promising that they will be grinding out a result against England. Okay, it's time now to hear from a Springbok star of the future. I'm talking about 22-year-old Sharks fly half Kerwin Bosch. I recently spoke to him about his World Cup ambitions having narrowly missed out on selection for this World Cup, how he handles setbacks, and also some of the toughest opponents that he's faced in Super Rugby. Here's how he answered that one. Yeah, there's quite a few, uh, like you've mentioned, but I think 
one um, specific guy that I probably had a sleepless night about um, the night before the game was playing against Bowden Barrett. Um, obviously, everyone, all rugby rugby people would know that you know he's one of the best fly-offs in the world. Um, and I got to play against him this year in the Super Rugby for the first time. Um, so that was probably the toughest guy I've, I've ever come across. Okay, and Gavin in South Africa adds on the end. This is a, a tricky one. One that I wouldn't dare ask you myself, but, you know, it's it's open to the fans. Uh, will you yeah. still be at the Sharks come the start of next season? Yes, I will be. I will still be. I'm still signed at the Sharks for another two years, so I'll be in Durban until 2021. There you go. Gavin, you can sleep well tonight then. All Sharks fans <laughs> can sleep well tonight. <laughs> Kerwin's happy, so life is good for everyone. <laughs> Are you now just thinking, right, next year is my year going to kick on, nail the number 10 jersey, hopefully, and like you said, get back on track, spring box will come and all the rest of it? Yeah, most definitely. You know, I think it's, it's, it's you know, it's important for me um, and for my development, you know, that I remain positive with whatever happens next year. I've got my goal set out for me. Um, sure. Whoever's going to be our coach, you know, I'm, I'm going to, my mission is to achieve all my goals. Um, regardless of who the coach is and who the coach picks, I believe that you know, if if you go about doing a job and you put in the hard work and you you know you you stay focused and disciplined, you'll you'll achieve those goals. Do you ever just sit back and think, man, to be 22, to have already played for so long in Super Rugby, in and around the Springboks? Do you ever think I've not done too badly here? I've had a good start. Most um I'm I'm. I must say I'm 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 someone who's very hard on myself. Okay, um, yeah. But you know I'd I'd like to sit back sometimes when I'm I'm feeling sorry for myself and think yeah but you, you know you're only 22 years old and yeah. you haven't done that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, yeah you know if if you look at it like that you know you'd like to look back and think you know you've come a long way um, just as a bit of motivation you've come a long way, and you didn't come all this way just to stop you, you know so, I believe there's still a lot in me there's still a lot in store for me and you know I, I, I think as far as my rugby cons- my rugby is concerned I, I can still grow a hell of a lot as a player yeah. and just as a person in general as well you know I think um, a lot of lessons that you can take out of rugby and apply to your personal life I'm going to basically repeat one of your tweets that you recently did, but don't worry, it's not a bad one. I'm not about to to shame you. You said everything comes to you at the right time. Be patient, trust the process. God is always on time. Why is that something that you hold fast to? Why is that something that is important to you as a rugby player? That tweet that I made was basically a summary of what what I wanted to do in the last two years. Obviously, I told you it's, it's been a frustrating time for me for various reasons. And um, I just feel like uh, sometimes we try and control things that we aren't in control of. Mm. Um, and there's, there's also the saying, you know, control the controllables. And I think that's just the message that I, you know, I, I got for myself is that everything will happen at the right time. Um, I might be, you know, frustrated now that I'm not in the Springbok squad or I'm not playing for the Springboks. Um, but everything's going to happen in, in God's time and when God feels that I'm, I'm ready for it. Why is God so important to you? Why is that faith so important to you? Because it sounds like from what you're saying, he's pretty integral to the way you think, the way you play, you know, your life goals. It all seems to be centered around faith. No, 100%. I grew up in a family 
you know, that are that are Christians. And my faith has been, I would like to think, strong from a very young age. And, um, you know, I think I, I, I think I tweeted it once as well, where I said, you know, um, God's gift to me was my talents. Um, the only way I can repay him is by fulfilling my dreams and my aspirations with the talent that he, he blessed me with. So, you know, I'm just extremely grateful for, for all the talents um, and, you know, the life that, that God's blessed me with. You know, I don't come from a family that, that had much growing up. We had enough food to, to, to feed our family, but it was, it was, it was the bare minimum. So, mm. um, you know, I'm extremely grateful. It's, it can only be God that, that got me to where I am today. You know, I, th- I think without him, I probably wouldn't have been where I am. Um, coming from a environment and, you know, a place where, you know, there's people doing drugs, people drinking and, and doing all sorts of things every single day right in front of your eyes. And, you know, me still coming out of that and, and, and being where I am today, you know, is all just all the glory, glory just has to go to God. Yeah. I mean, you've said the word blessed there. I think that sums it up pretty well by the sounds of it. I mean, yeah. to be 22, I, like you said, I know it was two, three years ago now, but cap for the spring box, already becoming a regular shark, super rugby. You've got a whole career in front of you. What's been the key to your, to your success? If you could nail it down to a couple of disciplines or just something, an opportunity you took, what would you say has been the key to all that? I think for me, um, probably something that my grandfather taught me um, from a very young age is just discipline. You know, you know, you get a lot of guys who are focused, but they're only focused for a short amount of time. And that's because of them being ill-disciplined and, and getting off-road and, and, and doing things that, you know, will will get them on the on the wrong road. So yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is just to stay disciplined, work hard. Of course, that comes with that comes without being said. Uh, you need to work to get to get somewhere. But yeah, you know, my my grandfather always, always, you know, I think, I, well, I don't know if you know, but I grew up with my grandparents and that's why I keep referring to my grandfather. Yes. Um, yeah. he, he, whenever I made a provincial team growing up or, you know, I achieved something, um, he always used to tell me that it's easy to make a team. Um, the real challenge comes when you need to stay in that team because a lot of people make teams but very few stay in those teams. Mm. Um, and that's something that I carry with me all the time. And I think um, something that, that, that helps me to, to achieve that, you know, is, is, is my discipline. Um, that's very important to, you know, for me to stay in the team and, and discipline, discipline in all aspects of my life, not just rugby. So, Cohen, talk to me about the World Cup. You've got so much time ahead of you. You just aim for the next one and crack on with Sharks. Most definitely. Um, this is this will definitely not be the defining moment of my rugby career. Um, you know, the next World Cup, I'll be 26 years old, and that um, in prime. a lot of people's in your prime perspectives is probably in my prime. Mm. Um, so it's definitely not a defining moment. Um, although it, I think it's very important for me. I'm I'm a very ambitious person and. I'll be disappointed if I don't go to the World Cup. But of course, like yeah. I said, you learn the best lessons from from disappointment. So it'll definitely not be a defining moment, um, but it's definitely something that I I want um, to achieve, and, and hopefully I do. It'll all happen in God's time. I'll be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'll be putting in the hard work. 
and I think the rest the rest will fall into place. Okay, Cohen, let's finish with some more listener questions. Um, in case the people are wondering, he's got a ready meal ready for himself in the microwave. So every every second <laughs> every second we talk, it's going a bit soggy. So uh, <laughs> conscious of that one. Okay, I've left a couple of South African boys till the end so they can get their glory right right at the end. So we've got Saviwe <laughs> who says, um, Cohen, would you rather play 15 or at 10 for the Springboks? What would be the dream position? Look, the dream position would always be to play 10 for the Springboks. Um, but, you know, to play for the Springboks alone is a huge honour and a privilege. And, you know, if, 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 if I can contribute um, in a Springbok in a green and gold jersey, in any way possible, um, that would be the dream. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. I didn't expect you to be very fussy, you know. At the end of the day, wearing the Springbok <laughs> yeah. jersey is wearing it, so... <laughs> 100%. You'll play it yeah. prop if you can get on the field, wouldn't you? So Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take it any which way. Okay, last question. Uh, Jamian, again, he's in South Africa. Cohen, where do you see yourself in five years' time? What's the plan? Sure. Um you know, as far as rugby is concerned, I would I would like to have cemented myself in the Springbok starting lineup. On a personal note, you know, I would just my one of my daily goals is just to keep growing in my personal faith. Um, you know, I'd like to to spend more and more time with God every single day and just you know get to know Him in in every situation of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, not just praise Him when everything's going well, but also you know to to keep the faith when things are tough. Okay, that was Kerwin Bosch speaking to us there. Sharks fly half in Super Rugby as he begins to work towards the next Rugby World Cup where he surely has a major part to play for the Springboks. Do listen to our final podcast, which will be coming your way next Monday as we review the final and all of its major talking points. Do give us a message on WhatsApp with your final predictions. Which way will this one go? Where will the player battles be won and lost? Erasmus or Jones, who is the better coach? We want to know the answer to all of these questions. And the number to get in touch with us is plus four four seven seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. That's plus four four seven seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. Okay, that's all from me today. Do enjoy the next week. We'll see you again after the Rugby World Cup winner has been crowned along with the winner of the New Zealand-Wales third-place playoff. Will Razzie Erasmus get one over Eddie Jones, or will the speed of England overcome the power of the box? We'll have to wait and see. I'm Liam Flint, and you've been listening to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast, Japan 2019, which is a Passion for Sport production.